0: This is the Business of Apps podcast, bringing you actionable insights from the leaders of the global app industry and the world's fastest growing apps. You can find more app news, data, and analysis over at businessofapps.com. Welcome to the Business of Apps podcast. On this show, we invite app industry professionals to cover various topics. We promise to do our best to keep it both insightful but brief. In this episode, we have Tiffany O, GM Americas at Native Acts. Tiffany, welcome to the Business of Apps podcast.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Awesome. All right. So I think it would be fair to say that many apps have this point in their growth trajectory when an app marketer goes like, hmm, my app growth is slowing down. Should I advertise it through a new channel? What channel? Today, TikTok is arguably the most resounding answer to this question. So to talk about it, I've got Tiffany from NativeX to guide us through advertising on TikTok, mega popular Chinese social network and a rising advertising platform. But before doing that, let's talk about you, Tiffany, first. Tell us about yourself, please.
1: Yes, my name is Tiffany O. Been in this industry for mobile advertising, digital advertising for over 16 years. <laughs> I oh, don't like gosh. to talk about it because that <laughs> discovered my age. But I've been through from you know JavaScript tag and hard coded on the website page and to. Date and that you know, we're having constantly changes on MMP, uh, mobile advertising, and mobile attribution, and even traffic on different networks. So, yeah, and now I'm heading up at the North and South America market at NativeX.
0: All right, no, don't worry, it doesn't age you. You could start in high school, like nobody knows, <laughs> <else.
1: laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, so many well, entrepreneurs start from uh, junior high school,
0: that's for sure. All right, so could you give me a quick intro into what is NativeX?
1: Sure. NativeX is a mobile-first performance advertising agency. We have our own preparatory trading desk to help global advertisers, especially app developers, with their growth market globally. And we have 14 offices in the world. In the past almost a decade, we work with them um, over 2,000 friends, helping them to achieve their marketing goal in anywhere in this world.
0: Got it. Now, before diving into TikTok, let's talk about social media landscape in China in general. So how's it different from what we've got used to here in the West? Uh, What are the major players on this mobile advertising market?
1: Yeah, the social landscape in China, there are some similarities, and also they have their unique players compared to the U.S. market. Social network user in China is about 800 million. Of course, it's like much larger than the U.S. And also yep. 98% of the Chinese people are using their phone to access to Internet, which is absolutely above and beyond. In the U.S., it's only 73% are using mobile phones to access to Internet. And the difference with the Chinese social media, they're much more immediate and also dynamic because there are so many mobile users are using their mobile phone and they are using their social network and social apps to read news, to get updates and to get latest recommendation, testimonial and tips on everything. And just rather than being dominated by a small group of company, like here, we have like top five players, Facebook, Google, um, Instagram, Snap, now TikTok. In China, there are Mm -hmm. so many new players coming out almost every day. Um, And the Chinese social landscape is so much more dynamic that there are so many rising stars. And also there are so many new apps falling every day. For example, TikTok. They were founded in China back in 2016. They have a different name in China called Douyin. And Douyin is now one of the largest social platform, along with Tencent, Kuai, uh, Little Red Book, and Baidu. Those are the main players in the China market.
0: Yeah, I see. So and you're saying that we're not getting the full picture of what are new players on the market because not every uh, of those players are actually reaching out outside of China. And actually TikTok is kind of the first major social network that actually succeeded on the Western market, right?
1: Yeah, and there are so many trends are starting from China. For example, the uh, Snowflake song that got so trendy on TikTok, that song Mm -hmm. was coming from China probably 20 years ago. That was uh, a song from a a famous drama back in 20 years ago. Now it's getting so hot (laughs) everywhere else in the world just through TikTok.
0: Wow, what a slow catch-up, like, you uh, know, using a warp, warp speed drive, uh, driver uh, on a spaceship or something, you know, fly, flying with the speed of, higher yeah, than the speed I, of light, you know, from <laughs> a distant galaxy. So, switching to TikTok, why it's such a magnet for brands to advertise on these days?
1: So, I don't know, if you're a TikTok user, I definitely Not spend yet. a lot of time... Yeah, not yet. Uh, I have a teenager daughter, she's 16, and she used to spend a lot of time on Snap and talking to her friends and share her life moments. Now, mm-hmm. 99% of her time spent on TikTok. Um, TikTok is such a unique um, app or a platform that not only are you getting updates and see what's happening with your friends, with your peer, but also you can catch people's feelings in essence. And the best part for this app itself, the algorithm is built the way that you don't have to search for what video that you want to watch, right? Like, unlike Mm -hmm. YouTube or any other social platform, the algorithm will serve the video based on what's popular and your past watching behavior. So that really built into the content that you consume on TikTok is very relevant. Yeah, I see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And TikTok is also one of the first app Social app, 100% built on mobile. You know, when we start Facebook and Twitter and even Friendster, they're all started from PC and then slowly change or move to mobile. But TikTok is exactly. no
0: PC, 100% mobile. Right. Actually, my daughter is 15 and she turned 15 yesterday, to be precise. And she's still on Insta. I don't, I'm not sure if it's going to be a transition to TikTok. But at least I know for sure that she has heard about this platform.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. And TikTok is just a social app or a platform that can help any brand to build their awareness globally very, very quickly. The engagement is very high, especially since the global um, pandemic or just pandemic in the U.S. The user grew by 30% um, since February. And not only this, but also the user uh, audience, segments of audience for older audience actually grew much older. <laughs> you'll mm-hmm. think only um, you know 14, 16, or even anyone under 18 will be using TikTok. But you'll be surprised to f- see their data. A lot more user from 31 to 45 are start adapting or using TikTok. Me and my husband were forced to use TikTok to, you know, build a, a song with my daughter and we love it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right. Now let's talk about business. Can you give us some specific hints for running an effective app advertising campaign on TikTok?
1: Yeah. So TikTok is a a new advertising platform. When they first entered to the U.S. market, monetization through ads was not their goal. Just like Facebook, you know, in the beginning, they don't have any ads, and similar to TikTok. So they slowly opened the ad inventory to the market early last year in speaking of you know the orgasm um, of advertising platform um and also how you know campaign is built. They're not as advanced as Facebook and Google, you know, the data just not as much as um, that two platforms. So mm-hmm. it's very important for um brands or advertisers to know all those tricks to place ads on TikTok. And a few examples are in terms of creative. A lot of my yeah. clients are like, oh, I've been running ads for 10 years. I know how video platform works. I'm going to just repurpose the Facebook ads, Snap ads, and that works the best in the past like five months. And that's not going to work. Make sure to use TikTok-specific creative for your ads. And you know that's really a <laughs> rule of thumb because that video on TikTok Usually it's um, 9 to 15 seconds long. It's very mm-hmm. impactful. So you want to make sure that you can present your brand, present your idea within a short video. And also, you know, of course, HD and everything else. And in terms of creative itself, make sure your creative is authentic and organic. And don't be shy to try very uh, next door, sort of off-brands creative. A lot of clients that I I work with, they use very polished brand creative, especially video. I'm like, you know what? Let's try some uh, uh, really native, authentic creative. Maybe just an influencer shot a video in in her bathroom. In the beginning, they're really skeptical about it. Like, no, 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 this is off-brand. I'm like, no, let's try it. It turned out to be working like, on the top performance of creatives compared to their brand polished uh, video so that's a really interesting learning based on um you know the past two years that we work with um tiktok
0: so the difference in creatives with the traditional so to speak creatives we have for google ads or facebook ads is that it reflects the general style and you know, look and feel of videos that people are posting on the tiktok right that's why you have to kind of follow the trend of what, what does work visually on TikTok with your ad creative, right?
1: Yes, yes, exactly. And also, based on the audience and the user seeing a lot of content, especially 100% video, the ad fatigue is much more um, severe, quote-unquote, compared to Facebook or YouTube. Um, usually, we recommend the clients to refresh your creative at least twice a week.
0: I see. And to be able to kind of catch the right format, the right look and feel, you can either hire a teenager to your company or just to check out the example what was done by influencer, right?
1: A hundred percent. A hundred percent. You just brought up uh, my next point. Work with the influencers. That's uh, one of the key for um, any advertisers to be successful running on TikTok. Um, And if there are so many influencers on TikTok, every moment there is an influencer born, they call creator on TikTok, and they're not charging you a million dollars to run a post and to build a video. And when you work with them, they're more than happy to do sort of co-branding and build a video and also be your brand advocate, especially if they believe in your product.
0: We're putting the data for the app on our our platform, Business of Apps, uh, to have the data article about TikTok. And I noticed that, like, like the bulk of the time the one video content was consumed, like eight minutes of ten, if I remember those data correctly, is actually consumed inside China. Like, so it's still relatively, you know, China-focused platform, right? But it's going outward uh, to to the West. Uh, in the you know to India and Europe. So, do you see do you see this growth accelerates or is uh, what do you say about adoption of this platform outside of China?
1: Um, I think currently TikTok is everywhere. Um, is on every single country in the world. Um, There are some countries um, uh, in North Europe have not fully adapt um, with their local language, but they're Mm -hmm. in almost every single um, major countries in the world. They're definitely accelerating, um, especially compared to the content, the user engagement within the platform. I think they're going to beat Facebook in terms of um, overall user uh, in a year or two.
0: Yeah, I see. Uh, All right, now... Uh, speaking generally what would be your advice for an app marketer who's who's got the task to advertise his app or any product in China what would be his strategy
1: so China is definitely a very very hot market the user base is there and you know the money is there but China yeah. has a very yeah. unique mobile ecosystem compared to you know and anywhere else in the world because you know, first thing, Facebook, Google Trader, all the major players are struggling to get into the country. Uh, so Google Play is not allowed in China. Any Android phone mm-hmm. in China, you can't use Google Play. But then there are 450 or even more local Android stores. And Android has over 70% of the user in China. So in order to um, penetrate the China market, you need to understand who are the big players and which Android app store you work with. So that's number one. Number two is having the right local marketing strategy and also pricing strategy is um, very important. One of my clients, they have utility apps and they wanted to advertise in China. And you know how Apple Store works, it's like they just... Um, convert the US dollar into the local currency when they advertise yeah. Yeah. Um, or mm-hmm. launch in China. And when we start working together, I told them, you know, compared to the household income, China is only one fifth of the US. Why don't I do a price testing um, and lower your price for your monthly subscription by 40% and see if you can get better results in, in terms of LTV. And again, the client was a little skeptical about that, um, but they believed me. And it turned out that we increased the LTV by forty percent, so you know when you enter to China, always consider to have the right strategy, especially pricing strategy, and also um, advertise on the right platform. a few big players that we mentioned above, um, including um, WeChat, which is the parent company' is Tencent and mm-hmm. I don't know if you have heard about WeChat. Now WeChat name is on the news everywhere, but WeChat mm-hmm. is definitely one of the lar- um, powerful or the most powerful app in the world. And also definitely, TikTok. Definitely heard yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. And TikTok is also, you know, they have their own advertising platform in China. And also there are um, other platforms like Billy Billy, Little Red Book. So within all those platform advertisers needs to know which one I need to advertise on. And, you know, China has um, a little strict policy in terms of advertising. Um, So, you know, you just need to understand what document that you need to submit in order for the government to approve you as to run on. And of course, always work with a very experienced local partner because they can help you not only give a recommendation on pricing, marketing strategy, but also build localized creative.
0: By the way, I've just uh, read recently about this uh, requirement to register your mobile game uh, in China. Can you tell a little bit about it because I'm not sure I've got the full picture.
1: Yeah, so that's ISBN um, requirement and uh, really the purpose of that is in my view is protect uh, the interest of the developer, right? Mm-hmm. Cuz when you applied ISBN number, the Chinese government wanted to make sure you're actual the copyright owner. And they're going to uh-huh. really look into the coding of your game. And they're going to spend a lot of time doing research and see is a game, a copycat of another game that is being really popular in another country. Mm-hmm. And after I, um, they do all that, is there any violent, there's any, you know, different words that they don't allow. And they look into all the requirements and then they'll issue an ISP number to your game in order to for your game to be published in the China market. So... Uh, they actually have that requirement for quite some time, but they have not been really strictly reinforced that mm-hmm. s- until probably six months ago.
0: Now I see. You. Thanks. Now, now it's way, way, way clearer for me because uh, I was kind of confused why it was uh, actually introduced. Okay, and now we're in this uh, segment of the show where I'm asking a few quick questions uh, to the guests to get a kind of a better picture of who she or who he is. Okay, tell me, are you iOS or Android person? iOS. All right, iOS is clearly beats Android on this show, at least. <laughs> uh, its stack is way bigger than Android. Okay, do you remember what was your first bubble phone? Blackberry. Oh, gosh, Blackberry got a first uh, item on, the, on my list because uh, actually people were naming Nokia, like pretty much all of them. You're the first person with BlackBerry. Do you still miss that that phone, or you kind of uh, say say goodbye to the keyboard without you know any hard feelings? Oh,
1: you know, when I say BlackBerry, um, what I had in mind is a uh, uh, you know smartphone. Going back to the very very first phone, yeah, I think it's Nokia or Motorola.
0: <laughs> All right. What is your favorite app now? And
1: why? WeChat, for sure. (laughs) So WeChat is really the most powerful app in the world. In China, if you don't have WeChat, you can't do anything. WeChat is the most powerful app because it's the combination of Vemo, Yup, Airbnb, or even Kaiser Health app. You can do everything within WeChat. And we use WeChat to communicate to work, communicate to our clients. You'd be surprised that I talked to my... Yeah, I talk to my clients in, in Brazil and they're, they're using WeChat to sign contracts and to have meetings. Um, definitely, I spend my 80% of my time using WeChat.
0: Wow, that's the whole universe on its own. Okay, let's, let's take a quick uh, look into the future. What are the new technologies that are you most excited about? What are you waiting for? What kind of tech you would like to have in the apps on your phone to make it better for you?
1: I'm really excited about the VR technology for e-commerce. So, you know, with this pandemic, we can't really go out and shopping to try out my outfit, right? I buy a lot of my clothes and shoes online and deliver. They never fit or just don't look good in them. But Mm -hmm. um, with VR technology, I can simply just, um, you know, enter my... um, my measurement, my weight, and take a picture of my face, and or or take a picture of my full body, enter into an app or um, enter into any e-commerce website, and that I can simply try on any outfit to make sure I pop, or just take a look and see how good I in those um, outfit. Um, so I'm really excited about this um, technology when they came out. Actually, there are some a, a few players and start launching them, but they're just not as good. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I see. And no uh, lines into the fitting room, right? You could just do it on your own right. seeing at home. All right. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Like uh, there are some um, players out there. You can take a picture, but then it's not like 3D. It's not dynamic. It's not VR.
0: Yeah, I see. It's still not there. Okay. That was actually my last question. But before I let you go, how can people know more about what you do?
1: I'm actually going to direct that question to my marketing manager Kevin, if that's okay. Because right. uh, this is sure. what he does.
0: All right. Great. Yeah. So now this is a question to you, Kevin. How can people know more about what uh, you guys do in NativeX? Yeah. Sure. So I am the, the marketing manager for NativeX Americas and Latin America. We recently just released two eBooks: one on TikTok, and the other on what we dub uh, China Talk Media which is essentially all the major uh, media channels in China, um, and just give you some strategies on how to succeed on those platforms and you know how to navigate those waters. Outside of that, you can also reach us on LinkedIn or go to nativex.com. All right, that's great. Uh, thanks a lot for your time and coming on our podcast, Stephen and Kevin. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. And that was Tiffany O. GM America's United X. To listen to more episodes, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Just search for Business of Apps and you will find us easily. Once you subscribe, you will be able to get new episodes on your smartphone, tablet, or computer as soon as we release them. And please don't forget to leave us a review and comment. It is highly appreciated. And all episodes will also be available on businessofapps.com. See you next week. Bye. This is the Business of Apps podcast, bringing you actionable insights from the leaders of the global app industry and the world's fastest growing apps. You can find more app news, data and analysis over at businessofapps.com. Thank you for listening to the Business of Apps podcast. For more, head on over to businessofapps.com.